in studio with Christine Bentley and you are listening to What She Said right here on 105.9 The Region. So Christine, how many times have you said to me and I'm sure others they didn't have that when my children were little. I've said it a million times. (laughs) Well, imagine as a parent being able to give your child a gift they'll never forget. An intimate story highlighting the last 21 years of their life as told through your own narrative. That sounds pretty cool. Very, very cool. So we're going to be talking to the founder of a unique new add-on to the Life Tales app called Child Journals, and a mom who actually has used it, and she's going to be here to tell us exactly what you can do and how easy it is. Yes. Toronto author and motivational speaker Ashley Ann Pereira is going to tell us about her debut book. It's called The Key to Happiness, A Journey to Embracing My Story. Beginning from the age of 10, Pereira had body image issues. She went from wearing baggy clothes to entering herself in swimsuit competitions, but neither made her feel comfortable. It took almost a decade, but she finally decided to change the conversation in her head, shedding the words she used against herself and creating a new conversation. And she's going to tell us all about that today. Film critic Anne Brody has a chat with actress Emily Mortimer, who plays the grown-up Jane Banks in Mary Poppins Returns, which hits theaters on Wednesday. And we are also going to be finding out some efficient holiday shopping techniques for busy moms with Taylor Kay, a radio personality influencer and an all-round awesome mom. I can't wait to hear Taylor's shopping tips because, you know, that woman is all go, go, go. Now, we had a great response on Facebook to our Life Insurance Secrets Revealed segment with financial advisor Renee Rabello. So we're going to play it again for you today. You'll want to open up your notes app or actually grab a pen because she has a personal story that's actually quite shocking. and And I think we all can learn from it. So stay tuned for that. And closing out the show in our live studio sessions, we have Toronto R&B soul artist Heather Russell performing Lights Off. Now, don't forget, you can connect with us on social media at What She Said Talk, where you can find links to our free Apple podcast, in-studio videos, contests and more. And don't forget, you can also join us Wednesdays right on Facebook, on our Facebook Live at What She Said Talk, and where we also give away lots of prizes. Big one coming up Wednesday. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. 
Imagine as a parent giving your child a gift they'll never forget, an intimate story highlighting the last 21 years of their life as told through your own narrative. Well, joining us now is Harvey Beck, the founder and CEO of Life Tales, and Connie Burke, a young woman, a young mom, who are both here to tell us about a new app called Child Journals. So welcome to What She Said. Thank you for having Thank us. You. Now, Harvey, tell us um, how this is different from the traditional photo album. Right. Well, first of all, the the app, which is Life Tales, mm-hmm. is um, it's a it's a private environment that does enable you to share with others. So, first of all, there's there's easy, selective, and private and safe sharing. Um, but in addition, what what you have in a photo album is a whole bunch of pictures mm-hmm. and no context, no narrative. So, a little story. Um, my wife, who's a lot smarter than I am kept a journal for our kids for many years. But we forgot to tell them about it. So, so they're, now in their, they're now in their 20s. And, and I said to my 21-year-old 21 in the summertime, did you know that mom actually kept a journal for you? And he said, like, with shock, why didn't you ever tell me? I don't know, we kind of forgot. Um, and he started to look at it. And I said, what do you think? And he, and he looked at me quizzically. And I said, no, seriously, what do you think? And he went back to reading. And finally he looked up with the scorn that only a 21-year-old boy can have and said, this is incredible. <laughs> you know, it's a 15 out of 10. Like, why would you even ask? Of course, everybody would know. This is unbelievable. So, and what he was reading, because we had terabytes of video and pictures, mm. and we'd shared them with the kids. And now, for the first time, he's reading the story that my wife wrote 20 years ago when he was a baby. So it was mm-hmm. at the time. Now, my wife happens to be a touch typist and had the time to do that, and it was great. But that's generally achingly difficult for most people. Right. right? So what we've done is we've also enabled you not only to organize all of the memorabilia of youth, as you might in a photo album, uh, but also provide the narrative. Give the story behind what happened in the pictures. Give the story that never got captured in the pictures. Uh, give your commentary on a report card. Give your, invite your teacher to tell a story. I mean, there's so many other things that you could do that adds color to your history. So is it a written uh, commentary, or would you be uh, would you be talking over a picture? Well, you could talk, again, total flexibility. You could write, if that's your preference, and you could do it either on mobile or desktop. You could uh, do an audio voiceover on a picture, if you want. Or what many of our, our members are doing is they're doing video selfies, and they're starting off realizing they're only talking to their future child, so they don't have to do up their hair. There's no pressure. There's no pressure. It's not yeah. as though it's going on. Obviously, any you haven't met my daughters. So, <laughs> but, but I'm trying to think 20 years of that, the thing might be six hours long. Right. So you mm-hmm. would, uh, you could potentially uh, do a whole range of things from editing it down if you want. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you could binge watch. Which <laughs> you could let them binge watch. Let them binge watch. Exactly. Okay, this because is that's what our son was doing is he was reading through his journal. He was yeah. he, he rarely will read a book. He was I, reading this book. I that's, think it's brilliant cool. too. Yeah, it's great. So 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 just to sort this out, Life Life Tales Basic is a free app. Correct. Mm-hmm. A free app. And then you found um this app and then the add on which is child journals. Exactly. So how does that work? 
So yeah, it's the exact same thing, but you can set reminders. So like I have a daily reminder to go in and sort through my photos and then I can choose because I have two kids. So I have thousands of photos. Oh, yes. And the second one never gets as many (laughs) photos as the first, right? (laughs) Photos just sort of sit there and I might have 10 versions of one photo, but now I can go through and sort of select the ones that are important and put them into one story. And then I can give my narrative about what was going on that week. Like you were a real pain in the butt because you were teething and you were a mom and I was exhausted and dad was exhausted but here are the cute photos of you from that week well you're a mom you have two kids mm-hmm. so you're busy yeah, I know exactly. you're busy so how easy is this to use it's simple because I know anything. somebody at home is thinking oh my god I've got three more kids. time yeah. Yeah. Like, that's another job I, for, but for me it gave it relieved my anxiety because I had so much anxiety about having thousands of photos on the Google photos and I had some on Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook and nothing was really contained and like in so one did you get place. into a routine like fast the the thing and you do you could do it quickly you could do this and that and the other thing well that's the best part is the reminder that you can set for yourself so you could set it every day at 6.30 so I know that that's sort of like my calm time or you could set it once a week on Sundays I think most people set it for Sunday right Sunday night yeah Yeah. Sunday night take a deep breath and then you just go in and you say oh my god I've taken 100 photos this week which I usually do (laughs) and then I can take the sort of 10 best ones for my daughter and 10 best ones for my son and organize them so let's say we've done 20 years then how do you give it to them Mm -hmm. in a... Well, that's a great question. (laughs) So having now taken 20 years of pictures and video for my kids and and having it stored on my hard drive somewhere, the technology has changed, I'd say, substantially at least four or five times over that period. And I've had to religiously update the technology all Mm -hmm. the time. So if you're asking me what will happen in 20 years, the technology will probably have been updated several times and we may be showing it holographically. (laughs) So it's a little hard to say how it will be delivered, but we're going to be continuing to develop all of this to make it really easy and a pleasure for your child or anyone else to view. So the nugget of all that is on the app. So you can't take it out of the app and send it. Can you? um, In a video form or? Right now we're keeping, right now the the, there's two separate things. There's okay. Lifetel's Basic, which you described, um, and that can be shared with multiple mm-hmm. people easily within within the app because we, we, we value privacy and security, as do mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. Our, uh, our members. Um, child journals is usually something that's pretty intimate. Mm-hmm. It's usually just mom and dad creating it with the intention of giving it to their child somewhere along the way. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, they'll invite somebody else to create a story for the child as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's usually pretty intimate, not intended to be shared publicly. It's interesting because, it's, you know, it, like you go along and you, you say, oh, I've had a great idea. Mm-hmm. I should do something. And then somebody's already done it. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, I, my children are 24 and 22. I've, I gave them an email address or I made up an yeah. email address when they were born and send, send them emails. And now mm-hmm. they have the password to that email. But I didn't keep it up. I didn't exactly. like it. It's, it's very exactly. sporadic. Um, but there's lots of pictures and things in there. But yes, I was worried about losing it, losing them, forgetting the password yeah. to the site, all that kind of stuff. So this keeps everything contained. And security, when you're talking about your children's images, yeah, is key. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about how do you then present it to them at a certain point in time if you wanted to make it on their 21st birthday – how do you do that? How can you take it out of that app and present it? So that's actually a great question. So we, just to be clear, we launched Child Journals about two weeks ago. 
So we're more at the stage of helping parents create this. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of things on the roadmap Mm -hmm. on how to further improve it and how to deliver it at the end. There's a whole range of things that our, our development team is focused on. We thought we wouldn't worry about what would happen in 20 years yet. And we'll, we'll instead worry more about how do we add value right now, like vaccination records and other structured data and growth charts, which are more relevant right now. Um, how it gets presented, we'll have to see. And we'll be looking to our members to say, what, what would they like? Yeah. What mm-hmm. could we develop? My parents are in Prince Edward Island, though. So it, like, I can allow them to view all my stories, all my different stories. And it's in a nice, like, neat little boxes. So there's one story where it's Cairo discovered his love of music. And there's three different videos of him dancing and a couple sort of audio voiceovers of me talking about his favorite song. So I can send that directly to my parents and my husband. And my daughter can go on and take a look. But could I send my accumulated life journal to someone if I wanted to? You could. You would add them to the journal yeah. and they'd you be able to them. see the entire journal. Yeah. So it comes like yep. a group. Yep. And they would suddenly see everything that's there yep. if you wanted. That's okay. Awesome. But could can you have a copy of it somewhere? Uh, besides yeah, as there. in downloading it to your hard drive? Is yeah. that yeah. what you mean? Yes. Yeah, yes. We have a one button download. The okay, reason, we perfect, actually, perfect. reason we added that actually is less about now I want to send it to somebody and more about people will wonder who, who's Life Tales? How do I know you'll be around in 20 years? I want right. to have security, and I want to know exactly. that it's there. Exactly. So that's really, exactly. And it's a totally reasonable concern. Exactly. Um, I want access to it. So we have a one-button download. You can download yeah. it to your hard drive anytime. I was also thinking that there might be parents who have, have this stuff and would now download it immediately, go yeah. in there, and sort of do their voiceovers and add their pictures and yeah. maybe the, the child's 15, you know, and they're starting now. For sure. So this is amazing. Sure. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is they amazing. Can, they can so go into the app anytime. And what is the printing. cost for Life Journals? Uh, life, so Life Tales is free. Mm-hmm. Uh, child Journals is an add-on and it's roughly a cup of coffee a month. So you might have to cut back on Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. That's $1.99 for a journal per month. That's awesome. That's amazing. So how, how can people get it? Where can they go to learn more? Uh, lifetales.com lifetales.com mm-hmm. they'll have all the information they need go to the child journals page they'll learn about child journals but you can download the app in the app store mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you can run it in your browser on Android or on desktop excellent well Harvey and Connie thank you so much for thank joining us so today this us. sounds great yes thank you so much for having us guys thank you What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Dear Diary, it's day 15 and I still can't seem to figure it out. How can Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine taste so good? A. They've invented a new undetectable alcohol. B. They're straight up lying to us. Or C. They're wizards and each drink is infused with the blood of dragons! I think I'm onto something. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now is Ashley Ann Pereira, a Toronto author and motivational speaker, who is here to tell us about her debut book, which is called The Key to Happiness, A Journey to Embracing My Story. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you so much for having me. So beginning at the age of 10, 
you say you struggled with body image issues. You say looking at yourself in the mirror filled you with disgust. Like many other girls, you covered up your body with baggy clothing, telling people you were a tomboy. It took almost a decade, but you decided to change the conversation. So tell us about your first memory of looking at your body mm-hmm. and where, how, how you, how you dealt with it. I think for me, that was definitely one of my most darkest times of my life. Um, I remember many times, especially when I went shopping, especially with my sisters. And I remember being at the mall trying to find something nice to wear and always leaving, just feeling so disgusted, feeling like I couldn't find anything that I felt good in. And uh, and yeah, that was for me one of the most hardest times because I remember just not being sure of myself. I remember seeing two older sisters who were so sure of themselves, had so much confidence, and I felt like I had no idea who I was. What, what was did it? you like? Yeah, what? I was going to just For say. me, it was, I had a big issue with my calves. I hated my calves. I hated my body shape. I don't know. That was the big thing for me. I felt like I was, um, I was not necessarily fat, quote unquote, but um, I just didn't like my big calves. That was one of the biggest things. And that was enough to, because people don't understand. It's the little things. It's what you see. Probably nobody else. Exactly what it is. Did you ever talk to anybody about it? No, I didn't. It was just, it was a lot of negative self-talk constantly happening in my head, constantly repetitive. So, okay. So now now you're confusing me because after, after this sort of time, you enrolled in a beauty pageant. Yeah. um, Wearing a bikini on stage. That, how did that come to be? Wouldn't that decision still make you uncomfortable? Absolutely. And it was a couple, two of my best friends at the time in high school that just kind of convinced me, let's do this. We'll do this together. It's no big deal. But I was petrified. And on the inside, it's funny. It was like I was going on stage and just showing the world my insecurities. And that's what it felt like. And I was super uncomfortable. But I guess I've always been one who just wanted to challenge myself. And that's why I went through with doing the beauty pageant and just wanted to put myself out there in some way and just get outside my comfort zone and do something with my friends. Was that the beginning of changing the conversation? It was a start. That's where I started to, because I had friends around me who saw the beauty in me, they were able to bring that out a lot more. And that was the the starting point. So when you talk about changing the conversation in your head, mm-hmm. Describe the process. So it's, I actually, when I talk about this, I talk about how conscious the process is Mm -hmm. because, and this is one thing that I've learned because I've had mentors and people who have helped me uh, change this conversation. And I just know that it's very conscious. So, you know, when you have that negative self-talk, when you're saying, I don't like this about myself, immediately in that moment, being very aware and changing it and finding something that you do like about yourself. So for me, it was a very conscious process and still is no matter what till this day. So what did you like about yourself? What do you like about yourself? I've always loved my smile. Um, and and yeah, and I think for me, the, one of the biggest things, it started with an internal process, internally seeing who I was and finding that person. And then naturally, because I fell in love with who I was, naturally, I fell in love with what I saw in the mirror. So uh, let's go through some tips that you would give other people. They could, I guess, be men or women. They could Absolutely. be... They could be anybody who who can who 
who can feel the same, who is feeling what you felt. Mm-hmm. For me, I this was my process, and I going back, I'm very self aware. So I when I looked back, especially writing the book, I tried to describe what did this process look like, and how mm-hmm. could I easily um, portray this for other people. And it was really all about mind, body, and soul, and creating an alignment. Because for so long, I. What I what I, I had an epiphany and I, I remember just thinking to myself, you know, alignment is when you're not like you're disconnected from your true self. So for me, it was my my mind. So what I the environment, my the people that I surrounded myself with, what I was listening to, what I was reading uh, and then body was about exercising and just eating healthier. I noticed for myself when I feel the most confident is when I'm, you know, actively exercising and working out and uh, and then soul it's just finding out who you are and to do that it's really about just trying so many different things try everything and you'll be able to find what it is that calls you what your path is for and those are my experiences and that's what I say is mind body and soul and aligning that so where do you start though you're a busy mom You've not lost your baby weight mm-hmm. you're running around with three kids you don't have a lot of time Uh, to get dressed up, to do your hair, to do any of the things that make you feel good. Mm. What's the first step? I would say, especially for, you know, for example, if it's a busy mom who is working and on their way to work, you can easily turn on a podcast and you start with, it doesn't have to be in any specific order, but, you know, start with working on your mindset. Start with what you are feeding into your brain and, you know, what you're listening to and, and then everything else quickly will align but it's it's one step at a time and not necessarily doing everything at once so this started for you when you were about 10 what do you think the trigger was was it looking at people in magazines or on social no. media? No? That was that. That's something that I I feel like I haven't been able to pinpoint yet as to what was it. But I feel like a part of it was seeing my sisters and how confident they were, and I just didn't feel that. So why did you want to embrace your story and put these experiences in a book? I I really wanted to um, you know I looked back on my life and I've always been a writer and that was always my outlet mm-hmm. to um, to get things off my chest and for me I um, I knew that I could in some way I knew I wasn't alone in this I knew I wasn't the only person that was experiencing this so for me um, I I always wanted to write a book and I thought why not look at my entire life and all the things that I've been able to overcome and uh, and help other people and just I've always been one who wants to help people. That's simply what I'm always about, is just wanting to help people. And this was a start to be able to do that. Can I ask you whether this mm-hmm. is a de- definitive process? You've now accomplished this and you don't, or do, you, or is it something you have to keep working on? Absolutely. One of the biggest things for me that I've noticed about myself is that, especially self-doubt, that's something very big that um, I used to face uh, quite often and for a length of time. And uh, self-doubt now is more, you know, it lasts a few minutes rather than it would last months or days. Um, and that's where I think because you continuously work on yourself, it uh, el- diminishes the time, the amount of time that you spend doubting yourself. So what do you do to keep instilling that feeling of self-worth? I, truthfully, I continue to take um, action. Like I keep going to the next step. I keep going and because I'm so passionate about the work that I do and whenever I see people who, um, you know, just resonate with what I say or I'm able to help in some small shape or form, it's a driving force for me. And for me, it just continue propels me forward and it, I just know that this is the exact design path for me and I just have to continue forward. How old are you now? 25. 25. So 15 years you've, you've 
you think you've managed to bring yourself to this point, but it's taken yeah. different things over that, that amount of time. It was about 20 when I really saw the shift in my confidence. So about a decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about a decade. So this book is aimed at, would you say, young adults? Or? I, Funny enough, I wrote it with the intention for young adults, but there are people who are twice my age who have resonated with the book and found value from it. Hmm. hmm. That's interesting. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And that's fabulous. So um, I suppose we should tell people how they can get the book. <laughs> so that would be a good plan. <laughs> Absolutely. It's called the, uh, the Key to Happiness. The Key to Happiness. And where can they just go online to? Yep. So it's on my website, Ashley Ann Pereira, and I'm currently in the process of putting it on Amazon. And you're going to put it on Amazon? Amazon. Yes. Okay. That's um... And that's Ashley Ann with a hyphen? In yes. Between? And no E at the end of Ann. And, and Pereira no is P-E-R-E-I-R-A. Yes. And it's dot com? Dot com. Okay, so AshleyAnnPereira.com. So what's next for you? Uh, so for me, I found passion because I've been able to write my own book. I've, I've met so many women who are twice my age who've always wanted to write a book. We're easily twice your age. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I think it's just because I've, I've done so many things so many things in such a short amount of time that um, I resonate with women who haven't in a sense. And Mm -hmm. my mission is now to help other women write books, do workshops, become speakers. Um, That's really my next step. And that's my focus now. And is all that information on on, if somebody wanted to bring you in and to to give a a talk? It's all on your website? It's all on my website. Well, that's That's amazing. What about another book? (laughs) That's that's funny. Everyone keeps asking me, when's the next book? Um, There's a there's something in the works of a collaboration with someone potentially for the new year, but no definitive uh, next book yet. All right. She's got a secret. (laughs) (laughs) I do. (laughs) Okay, so the book is The Key to Happiness, A Journey to a Journey to Embracing My Story by Ashley Ann Pereira. And you can uh, it's got some very valuable lessons that um, Ashley has learned along her way, even though you're only 25. Yes, even though, but there's <laughs> it might lots. Be, it might be a great idea to read that even if you don't think you have issues, because we all need, I think, a little reinforcement for yeah. feelings yeah. of self-worth and confidence. Absolutely. I always look at it, it's a new perspective. Exactly. Well, thank Thanks you very much for coming in and telling thank us Thank you about so much. It. Thank you for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Mary Poppins Returns hits theaters on Wednesday, and our film critic Anne Brody sat down with actress Emily Mortimer, who plays the grown-up Jane Banks in the film. And Anne is with us now. Did the movie give you all the feels? It did. Not only did I love the film, I love Emily Mortimer. She makes me want to cry somehow, and she is so much fun to talk to. All right, let's take a listen. Mary Poppins, who came back? You seem hardly to have aged at all. Really? One never discusses a woman's age, Michael. Would have hoped I taught you better. 
Emily, what a delight this film is. I, I just, I'm amazed how drawn in and overwhelmed and nostalgic it made me and others that saw it when I saw it. Um, Thank you. Do you. Did you look at the original films in order to get any kind of uh, something from young Jane to make her what she is, what you make her? Yes, of course. The original film was something that I'd grown up watching and then watched again in preparation for this movie. I'd also watched it with my own children who are oh. 8 and 15 <laughs> and, and watched it ever since they were little. Um, so, yeah, I, but I, I, I ended up, I think, focusing more on the parents in the original movie than the kids because it's hard to sort of copy mannerisms of a child and try to imagine how they would have changed into a, yeah. an adult. I mean, I couldn't really get my head around how to do that. And anyway, we all turn into our mothers eventually. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? So I, um, I focused my kind of efforts in, in the research more on thinking about how would uh, the grown-up child of these slightly eccentric kind of absent parents uh, um, grow up to be, you know, and uh, and Glynis Johns plays the mother so brilliantly in the first movie and she's such an eccentric character. So it was fun imagining imagining what it would be like to be her child. And she'd raise a feminist, a future feminist and social activist, which I really enjoyed. That was a great, uh, a great part of her. Yeah. Um, the role's quite physical for you. you. You ride, I'm assuming you actually rode that wonky bike. Yes, Looked and Lin-Manuel Miranda is a genius at many things, but bicycle riding, he's not <laughs> hes not going to win a Kennedy Award for his bicycle riding, let me tell you. Yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty shaky. And being up in the air, flying and floating and doing all kinds of uh, wonderful, crazy things. And I'm just wondering on a scale of 1 to 10, how much fun was it making this film? Oh, it was the most fun. It was the 10, definitely. Yeah. I mean, an 11. I... I I've spent a lot of time on film sets sort of wishing my time away and, and wishing I was back home and missing my kids. And and on this occasion, of course, I miss my kids always. But I did manage to actually notice that this was a once-in-a-lifetime thing, that I, I was just so lucky to be there, and I managed to kind of savor every moment. It was hard, and I mean, it would have been impossible not to, really, because, you know, surrounded by these brilliant performers that Rob Marshall had assembled and just, and the way that he, he is like Mary Poppins, Rob. He, he is a magical person and he makes everything magical. And so just walking onto the set every day felt joyful and he would play music from the original movie and, you know, he just knows how to put on a show for you as actors as you're doing the work as well as for the audience that gets to see the final, final thing. And I can't imagine what you felt like working with Dick Van Dyke and Angela Lansbury, who replaced uh, Julia Andrews in this, but both of them are iconic characters who had great careers in the 60s in musicals. What yeah, oh, yes. I mean, and, and somehow connected the movie, you know, through Dick Van Dyke to the original movie, but also through Angela, uh, you know, and Dick to the, to the kind of history of movies and of Disney movies and of cinema. You know, you feel that there's... This film as a somehow is part of the, the the great sort of tradition of 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 movie making and it's like a really old fashioned movie experience and I think part of the reason I'm so happy to be a part of it is is that millions and millions of people are gonna go and see this film in a cinema and that it should be seen in the cinema. It's a huge show and it needs yes. to be experienced in a, on a big screen with 
you know, no lights and just um, lots of people. And that's how it needs to be experienced. And that's, it's so exciting to me that people are going to go to the cinema to see it. And to see this rich, humanistic, low-tech film. Yes. I know. There's no CGI, hardly, you know, everything happens in camera, including the flying, which was terrifying, but but also the, you know, the, the, the parrot's right. umbrella, right. When his animatronics, you know, he, he did everything old school, and I think it really adds something to the to the film yeah it felt so good it was a great film and you're terrific i love jane the way thank she turned you. out thank you so much thank, thank you. you this is 105.9 the region Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com. Joining us now is Renee Rabello, financial advisor at Life Coach Financial Strategies. Welcome back to What She Said. Welcome. Thank you. Now, today we are talking life insurance secrets revealed. Um, insurance now apparently has a fresh new healthy twist. Yes, there's uh, many things in the insurance industry. A lot of people don't like talking about insurance Mm -hmm. because they pay a monthly fee but then never see anything in return. But I'll tell you, it's kind of like the toilet bowl plunger. You're kind of glad you have it if you end up (laughs) in a problem, right? So you want to make sure you have your life insurance covered in some way. Uh, There's usually two types of life insurance. Mm -hmm. Term insurance, so something temporary and then something permanent that'll cover you for the rest of your life. And uh, nowadays, some of the medical underwriting that's required for these insurance policies, they're giving you the ability to wear like a Fitbit and taking some of your actions that you have in your healthy lifestyle into consideration for your premiums. So that's a nice way to segue into something a little bit cheaper when it comes to paying for insurance to have that coverage. So you'd literally, they would literally be monitoring your your, mm-hmm. your active lifestyle. Yes, and yes. Your kind of like life. your car insurance with yeah, a little tracker say, in your car, like they're, right? They're going to know everything soon. It still makes me <laughs> Well, I think the better yeah. health you're in, the lower your premiums. So if yes. you're a smoker, they're higher. Yep. If you've got pre-diagnosed, Existing, yep. pre-existing conditions, they're higher. Yes. I mean, for young people to start, it's easy. Oh, and but it's very inexpensive. And very can inexpensive. And lock in the price. Right. You know, and um, I always say to people, look at your mortgage insurance premiums. So the premiums that you're being charged on your actual mortgage. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different type of insurance itself. To me, it's called the mortgage scam, like the the insurance scam, because it's underwritten at time of claim. And that's what actually got me into this industry in the first place was what happened with my, my own family. So my dad was 42 when he passed away, and he passed away from an aneurysm. And he had mortgage insurance, so he thought he was fine and the family would mm-hmm. be fine. But unfortunately, after he passed away, they underwrite the claim and they said he was denied. I'm, I'm sorry, that doesn't make any sense. Any sense at all. This is how they're sold at a financial institution because they're not licensed. They ask you to answer three or four questions. Half okay. the time they don't ask you because they're trying to hit their targets for their sales quotas. They give you a policy. They charge you a monthly premium that only stays the same, but the actual balance that it pays out declines. Should death occur, then they underwrite it at the time to find out if you actually qualified for it. Isn't that illegal? Nope. Totally legal. Totally legal to say, I'm going to charge you for something, Mm -hmm. and then I'll decide when you actually need it, whether or not... You qualify. And do they give you your money back if you don't qualify? They give you back your premiums, yeah, and say, thank you very much. Here you go. So how much was your mother anticipating receiving well, in the wake of this She's tragedy. 42. Think of your average 42-year-old, two incomes, living paycheck to paycheck, having a house with a mortgage and three young children. So it's a substantial amount. And instead, she got her premiums back and it forced her down a route that financially destroyed her. 
quite honestly, because you go from two incomes to one income overnight. How can you protect yourself against this? You should be looking at independent insurance. So talk to an insurance advisor or a certified financial planner. So I'm a broker, so I can search the cost of every insurance company in Ontario and take a peek at what company might even have some perks for your family, because some of them offer scholarships. And honestly, the price is usually half. It's substantial. But it's real insurance. It's real insurance. It's underwritten at the time of application. You also get to name your beneficiary. So with the financial institution's mortgage insurance, it's payable to the institution. With outside insurance, not only is it cheaper, it's underwritten right now, so there is no declining the claim. You also get it paid to your family. So as your mortgage balance declines, let's say you have a $200,000 mortgage, you've originally signed up for $200,000 worth of insurance on your mortgage. When you pass away, it's worth 100000 In the financial institution world, they pay 100000 to the institution and your house is paid for, potentially, based on if they think you qualify. In scenario two, you would get 200000 It would pay to your family. They'd pay off the $100,000 mortgage and still have 100000 afterwards. That sounds like a great plan. It's a much better way to do much things. Much better way to do it than, well, than not getting anything at all, apparently. Not at all. I wonder no. how many people don't realize that. There's a lot that don't. They just presume that once they're in the institution that they checkmark these few boxes, they're covered. But unfortunately, in the fine print, if you actually read it, which most people don't, I'm guilty mm. of some of those those contracts myself not reading, it says that if you pass away and they will underwrite at time of claim and could be denied. And that's a really important insurance because, as you say, you know, you, you go from two salaries to one. Yep. You've got a couple of children. Yes. That one salary probably after taxes takes care of the, the mortgage. So if you've got yeah. the mortgage off your back, you're, you might be okay. You might be okay. But there's usually, you know, one salary isn't usually covering the whole mortgage payment. There's other right. things too, right? And you've got children's future education costs and everything. So it's not just the mortgage. You should be really looking at your whole need. And it doesn't have to be permanent. Insurance can be quite cost efficient. So for a young couple, you're probably looking at $30, $40 a month for a significant coverage that would provide your surviving spouse with a lump sum of money to pay off everything. Mm. Really? I've never heard this before. I think people need to call you. I I need to come and see you. (laughs) So how do people get in touch with you? Tell everyone. They can get a hold of me through my Facebook, which is Life Coach Financial Strategies. They can Mm -hmm. get my website, which is mylcfs.ca. Or they can just call me at the office, 289-235-9776. Renee Rabello, thank you very much for that information. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Uh, Excuse me, everyone. Now that I've discovered Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine, I've decided never to settle for anything less than the best. Linda, I will no longer eat your home-cooked lasagna. Dave, put your guitar away. You're terrible. And Janet, I'm leaving you. That's all. Please continue the funeral service. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Don't settle for anything less. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. 
Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit KearnsandCo.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now is the lovely and talented Taylor Kay, a radio personality, influencer, and awesome mom. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Last night I was told I was not an awesome mom. What do, how do you guys deal with that, right? When the kids are like, I hate you, but I love you. Uh, well, I used to say to them, you know what? Every family has their ups and downs. If you don't like this one, go find another one. That's and right. let me know where I'm dropping off your stuff. Exactly. Or, or do, you, do you get the threats, I'm going to call child services? I've had one of those. Okay. I mean, and I'm like, why? Because I didn't give you money to go to a coffee shop? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So my, hus- my husband came up with the line of, go ahead, call. Believe me, they'll send you back. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Oh, well, today we are talking about efficient holiday shopping techniques for a busy mom and family during the holidays. And you couldn't have come at a better time because I'm done. You're done. Uh, Because I'm I'm, uh, like that. I have to, you know. Uh, But Kate is not. I am not done at all. I I ordered some stuff online. The packages are arriving. Oh, gosh. Um, But I have to go out and do that last... That last the last minute, the yeah. last minute shopping the last yeah. push and now what about for the, now is it for the kids are you doing it for the kids I actually I managed to get most of their stuff online I'm, I've got I've got my husband right um, my mom my stepdad and a few little oh my gosh so I have Uh-oh. some kids to buy for some has been sent already yeah right but you know I, this is what happens if you go too if you do it too early. It's, you end up buying three times as much as you planned. Right. And and sometimes the kids don't like it or or the, the trendy gifts, like my kids are 11, 8, and yeah. 7. And you have to wait for the class to decide, right. their their group to decide what's cool this year. It, and sometimes it goes to the end of November right? before right. they've decided what the cool thing is. And poopsie surprise yeah. is one of the things. Poopsie surprise? I can't even. Yes, it is like. Do we want to know? It's a toy and, and, there's a, and there's a purse. It's called Pooey Vuitton. I can't even believe I'm. <laughs> talking about this i don't even want to it's an actual purse and it's slime and gifts i i, I no no tell me tell me it's and it's just it's all because kids are in love with unicorns or the poop emoji so anything poop emoji there is a poop emoji play-doh game that you can get like kind of remember like mr potato yeah. head you can put make what a poop age emoji group is this for exactly should be no age like, like no it's for it's for the seven and eight year olds for okay. my kids so okay. what is the poop the poop. What is the poopsie? The poopsie surprise. Yes. It's it's actual slime. So there's different types. I can't. I don't even want to. <laughs> but I don't know why. And oh, we got it shipped to the house. And here's the thing. Listen, listen to us, toy companies. When we are buying and purchasing stuff online, don't put the labels of the gifts exactly. on the outside. Exactly. I had. I had. A, it was because the kids found out a birthday gift for for my husband. Yeah. And it arrived um, from the store in like not just in the box that it came in, not in a brown cardboard box. Right. He answered the door 
Oh my so, gosh. I mean, he knows. Way to ruin the surprise. So this is what I, I went with the kids to Bramley City Center because my my yes. the three kids, they, they want to shop for each other. Now, if the, your kids want to buy for each other, you don't want to be shelling out a whole bunch of money. So mm-hmm. what I did is I preloaded some gift cards for them. And then everybody gets their gift card. You get, you know, $25 or whatever on each gift card. Do what you want with it. You have to buy for your sisters, your mommy and daddy within reason. And and that's when the card is done. That it's almost like the bank account is done. Because I find with parents, you're always shelling out money, and then all of a sudden, you're out of budget. You're like, oh, wait a second. I just mm-hmm. gave my kids how much money? So get them a gift card and and preload it. And then there's no there's no fighting with the kids. And when it's over, it's over, and, and they get it. There might be a few, tear, a few tears when there's yeah. no money left. But I, it's teaching them about budgeting. And right. that there is a limit that... It doesn't grow on trees. Right. The Visa Fairy does not exist. And we we have something called mummy money too that I give to the kids and they can earn mummy money and I actually print my face on money, which <laughs> really <laughs> it was just play money and then I I thought I'll get a kick out of putting my face on it. Yeah. And and they get to earn mummy money and then they can exchange that for, for real money. Right. Because does, does daddy get to earn mummy money? Well, he gets yeah, he earns something else. No, she, no. A different type of mummy money but yeah trust kate to go there come on kate seriously so what what do they have to do for mummy money they have to do chores around the house they have to you know they have to respect one another there's little things that they have to do it's mostly their chores and then i'll give them assignments back to our reporter days Mm -hmm. um and i'll sign them to do stuff that are good deeds in the neighborhood so we have a couple of seniors in our in our neighborhood and i i've not tell them i ask my children politely go rake the leaves do stuff because, and you That's can't expect wonderful. money from them, but I want to give them mummy money. It's not, again, not real money, but they're earning something from mummy. And now, maybe that mummy money is taking them to Tim Hortons or something or a little gift. So what are your best I, I, tips for me yeah. who has not done my Christmas shopping oh, yes. yet? So, okay, you have to go, I will say, make a list mm-hmm. and and you, you know, and I will help you. Maybe I'll be your wing woman. And then going, set a time, going to a mall, like say maybe on a Tuesday. You don't want to go on the weekends right now. It is going to be a hot mess. And then give yourself a, a timeline of how long, because if not, you're going to get lost in the mall. I know at Bramley City Center, they have 350 stores there. You can get everything done. There's also Instagrammable walls, Kate. So if you want to take some pictures It's all about there. the gram, wow. babe. It's all, all about, about the gram. gram. Tuesday and, sounds good right at 10 a.m. when they first open. Right? And you can zip through. You zip if through. You, if you have a list. If you have a list, but you have to make the list because then if not, then you're going to go over budget. And we've all been there. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't made a list and, and then all of a sudden I'm like, here's the credit card statement. What is going on? How much is this? Mm-hmm. Um, what about, uh, I'm sure you have some holiday gift ideas for moms on the go, do you? For moms on the go? Well, there's always the wine bra. Ah. I don't <laughs> Wine bra. I mean, well, maybe not on the go, but for for moms that are busy that like wine on Wines Days, this is an actual bra that you can wear. It comes with the straw and it fits a it fits like a bottle of wine. But as you but as you drink, you shrink, you shrink. Yeah, I love so it's this. It's beer goggles. It's wine goggles. I mean, listen, we've all gone to those school concerts. Where do you get that? So you get it online. So I will send you a link. But there there's several stores that sell it. But I will send you the link and it. It literally has a little straw. Listen, sometimes I don't want to sit in a Christmas concert. Maybe I want to have a little sip of my wine bra. Oh, I love Is that, it. would I be judged? I love, would, I be would you be judged? <laughs> Not by me, baby. You'd be judged highly rated by me. Exactly. That's a great well, I idea. Think, I think it's on a par 
with breastfeeding. I mean, <laughs> I think it should be. it's you know, it's it's a healthy thing for everybody involved. Yeah, for including sure. Including your children, exactly. As long as you're not driving. As after. long as you're not driving, you're fine. So if someone likes wine, I would say the wine bra is something good. What oh, about um, what about outings and things to do because the kids are home and you may be on the sho- the shopping. Well, and- you know what? I, again, like talking about the Instagram walls at Bramley City Center, they also have Santa photos. I will tell you, and I, I know your kids are a little bit older. I have a friend that has been taking Santa photos since he's a kid all the way up till when they were married, and they've gone to the Bramley City Center to do this, and and it's so cute. I, I mean, looking back at the pictures, you see, and he was happy when he was a toddler, and now you know, then the university days up to, <laughs> and now they've created this awesome tradition. And with the Santa photos right now at the the Bramley City Center, they have um, they're giving a portion to the William Osler Foundation. So oh. you're actually giving back as well, and and that's going towards the hospital. But I think creating creating traditions and creating some type of memory because sometimes shopping with kids can be a hot mess. So if you're like, we're going to do this, if you tell your kids what you're doing or mm-hmm. your girlfriends if you're going shopping, this is on our list so that no one's like, oh my God, you're dragging me to to this store, to justice for my kids. No, no, no. Okay, let's let's see what we're buying and then get out. Justice. Oh. Have you been to Justice? Yes, I have. Oh my gosh! It, it's uh, I have because my granddaughter wanted stuff from there, and I walked in and I texted my daughter and said, "Seriously, they have fun." Okay, they have the fun um, sequence stuff that goes back and forth, though, right? Have you seen it? Like, yeah, yeah. Kids but love I that. haven't been there lately, but I okay. mean, I was there a few years ago, and I just thought, I just thought it was. I just thought it was tween tartware. It's 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 tweenware for sure, but it's only so. I will tell you, it lasted about a year for my eleven year old. Yes, and. Uh, at Bramley City Center, they have uh, Bath and Body Works, so you could go to that store and then send your kids to Justice and Children's Place, and they're right across from each other. So you could just send your your daughter with your granddaughter there, and you you could be like, "I'm at Bath and Body Works. <laughs> I'm taking all this in." And those are some great gifts for moms on the go too. Well, that, I always ask for stuff for the bath. I know yeah. it sounds boring, but I go through it. But I I love stuff for the bath. And I understand people regift that too, but I don't mind being regifted fun stuff that for the You're bath. Not getting and any of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, where can people go to, to, to learn more about what you're doing? Yeah, they can go to taylork.com and you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I do fun Facebook lives and uh, and thank you guys for having me on here. So I really appreciate hey, it. Hey, w- can we no want to go shopping with you? When, yeah. When's our yes. invite? We, but let's well, go we, now. Well, we need to get, <laughs> get your wine bra. We, we, we need to get our wine bras. We need to get the limo. <laughs> Done. And then we'll go. But we'll see if we can hook up and an while Uber. You're, while you're in justice, I'll be <laughs> sipping. <laughs> can we have your wine bra we're like what's happening over there we'll have to roll you out of the mall but it's okay now i just have to figure out if i can wear my wine bra in the bath sure (laughs) (laughs) taylor k thank you very much thank you what she said with christine bentley and kate wheeler will be right back Meridian's three-year Escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. 
Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com. Why did you turn on the lights on? Seems like the wrong thing to do. Joining us now is Toronto R&B and soul artist Heather Russell. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) You're only 17 years old and that was your song Lights Off that's featured on your EP. What can you tell us about that? Um, this album, uh, My Metropolis, I've, I'm so happy with it. It's been something, uh, working with Gladiator and the Reza Brothers and just the making of this album has been an amazing experience and, uh, just a fun one. I'm so happy and excited for people to hear it. (laughs) Now, do I have this right? You were signed to a record label at the age of 10 by Samuel by Simon Cowell. Yes. That is amazing. Is that, that how the whole music career began? <laughs> yeah, actually, I was, yeah, at the time when he saw me, I was nine. Um, I had posted some YouTube videos of me singing some original songs, and uh, one of his, um, somebody that he worked with had seen my video when he showed Simon, and Simon flew me out, and <laughs> I played a song for him, and then he ended up signing, signing me, like, wow. spontaneously, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's unbelievable. Thank you. Wow. So... Who are your musical influences? I have a lot of musical influences. I'm pretty thankful uh, because my parents kind of kept me pretty well-rounded as a kid. They played me all sorts of artists from like James Brown, you know, to David Bowie, to Prince, to Queen. So those are a lot of my uh, influences growing up. Uh, And then people that I really latched on to, like my biggest influence probably would be like Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. And Paul McCartney, those two. Um, so yeah, and now like new people like SZA, like I just yeah. So you write your own songs? I do, yeah. And where does that come from? <sighs> Writing for me has kind of always been an outlet for me. Writing music was something that I used to express myself, and everyone in my family, like my dad, wrote music, so he inspired that a lot. Um, and it was just kind of something that I kind of just latched onto as I got older. Mm. Yeah. So how uh, where can people find you online and get the EP? Spotify, Apple Music, it'll all be there. It'll all be there. So so how would you describe your music and the songs? Truthful. Truthful and truthful and experimental. Uh, with this album, you know, I, I stepped out of my comfort zone a lot, especially if you look at music that I had before that. It's definitely, it was new for me, uh, while still staying true to who I am as an artist and being true to you know, my sense of style in terms of music. Um, So, yeah, I think it's a true representation of who I am as an artist while also showing the growth in the last year. Heather Russell, good luck (laughs) to you. And thank Thank you you. so much for joining us today. Yeah. That is it for what she said. But right now, singing us out in our live studio (laughs) sessions, here is Heather Russell performing Lights Off.
journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast. Heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.